We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Variety Theater is celebrating its 10th anniversary with a new production. Disney's Little Mermaid opens at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center next week and includes an ensemble of young performers with various disabilities who perform on and off stage. The cast will also include Terrence Mann, a Broadway veteran and four-time Tony Award nominee. He joins me in studio along with Jan Albus, Variety Theater's chief executive officer, and Sayla Harris, who was in The Little Mermaid, and this is her fifth production. Welcome to you all. Great to have you. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi. I don't mean to set a pun here, make a pun, but I'll start with, uh, with you, Jan. Uh, set the stage for us, if you will, as to what Variety Theater and the Variety Children's Charity is all about. Not everybody is familiar, though they should be. Yes, we're uh, actually, we're uh, 80 years old, over 80 years old here in St. Louis. Yeah. And our mission is to serve children with disabilities from the time they were born until 21, every time they need it. And uh, we have many, pro- we have nine specific programs that, that we do this with. One of them is performing arts with the Variety Theater. And the, the whole goal is to give these children um, skills, socialization, independence, and self-confidence, no matter what the program may be. Let me turn to Sayla now, one of the young stars of The Little Mermaid and four other productions. What got you into it, Sayla? Um, My parents were both, uh, they went to, or they, sorry. My parents both loved acting, and they still do. And unfortunately, they had too many kids that they couldn't do acting, but they are still very good. (laughs) So I kind of inherited that love for acting. So I watched several of the plays before I got into it. And then my first production was in 2013 with with Peter Pan. Peter Pan. And yeah. what role are you playing in, in this one? Um, I'm in the teen ensemble. All right. Terrence Mann, you prefer Terry or Terrence? Terry. Terry. This is a long way from Broadway. What, what brought you to St. Louis with this particular production? Um, well... I- um, my agent called me up and said, I, I just got a call from the Children's Variety Charity, and they want you to come out and do uh, King Triton in, in Little Mermaid for their show. And I went, what? What, what, what is it? And then so um, he explained to me what it was. I went online. I looked at it. I saw Jan Elvis's uh, name, and I went, uh, I went, yeah, I want to go do this. I mean, it just all was for the right reasons at the right time, you know, and um, – I've always been involved with, uh, with the National Dance Institute in New York City uh, and uh, working with them, and I have kids of my own. And so, it, uh, the, like I said, the timing was right, and Jan and I talked, and after I talked to her, I was completely um, smitten. Uh, Jan, I, I guess uh, it's very pleasant to have someone of uh, Terry's stature to join uh, your group. Well, it's really wonderful, and and what he has done uh, just in the small amount of time he's been here with rehearsals has been so inspiring for the cast, the crew, the children. Um, they're they're all very excited about this. This is a, this is a great thing for our tenth anniversary, and uh, so we're very excited. 
to uh, have do- have brought him in not just for cast and crew but for the audience in St. Louis. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'll get back to some of the roles that you played uh, on Broadway. Some of them. Uh, uh, really quite remarkable performances from what I've been able to determine. But, Sailor, what do you learn from someone like uh, Terry? Um, I learned that it's it's really amazing because people look at me and think that, like, not everyone, but people generally think that people with disabilities are lower than other people, but, like, the opportunity that I get to be able to perform with someone like that shows me that it's not there's not there's not like much that I can't do. That's go ahead, Terry. Yo, I was just going to say I'm not I'm not sure there is much that Sailor could learn from from me or anybody else. She's she's on her way. She's as good as it gets. I mean, she's an actor. She's funny. She knows what's going on out there. And all of the kids that are involved uh, with the variety through the rehearsal process, I've just been. I mean, I've just been amazed at their commitment to it and the fact that you only got to tell them one time, go here and do this. <laughs> and everybody knows exactly what they're doing, where they're supposed to be, know when to sing, know when to dance, know when to be funny. Uh, it's an extraordinary um, environment for them to be able to realize that they can do anything they want to do. Uh, Jan, it really is quite remarkable to see these young people uh, who do rise to the occasion on the stage and do find their way through this particular medium, that is theater. Yes, theater is so important for children, for everyone, in terms of um, fulfilling their life. I think uh, when uh, in the spring, back in the spring, when Judy Newmark was on your, sh- on your show announcing the uh, St. Louis Theater Circle Awards, mm-hmm. she, she just said that in terms of variety theater, it's a different way of looking at the world. So we're doing classic musical theater productions, um, like you always see with a, even with the professional cast, full orchestra, the whole nine yards. It's just so, it just so happens that the children's chorus is made up of children of all abilities, and they are folded in within this beautiful show. Um, and uh, you know, the time as soon as the scene happens, as soon as it starts, uh, you just realize that they they belong. Yeah. It's important to belong. Yeah. It's a pretty big cast, Sayla, isn't it? I mean, you've got to have a lot of people on and off stage there at, uh, at one time or another. Yeah. It's very busy. What I've learned from backstage is it's very busy, but it's also, like, gets, it like, it's amazing because backstage you are sometimes stressed, but it's also amazing because, like, it's so fast-paced that I love it. It's, mm-hmm. But it is a very big cast. Not uh, not all of the young people involved, Sayla, are uh, are on stage. I mean, a lot of them are working crew, mm-hmm. as I understand it, behind the scenes. Correct? Yeah, there um, are interns for like all the different things, like lighting, costumes, uh, like props, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, some of the variety children even um, will uh, intern for stuff like that. Where do you want to take this? Do you have aspirations to become uh, an actor? Yes, I definitely do. Um, actually, um, since my first uh, variety show as Jane, I knew, like, this is what I wanted to do for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Like, no matter how hard it is to get there, I'm going to get there because it's amazing. It's so Terry, that's fun. the kind of attitude you've got, you've got to have to make it in anything, but particularly in show business, I would think. We were talking about right before we came on with you uh, about – focus and passion you know and when do you get it and when I was about 15 years old 
I, I did a piece of theater and I went, uh, I got it. Everything made sense to me. This is what I wanted to learn. And, you know, and, and Sailor's well on her way. As, as long as you're being fulfilled by it and, you know, and it's something you want to get up every morning and makes you joyfully go do, you know, you can't ask for more than that. It's not always easy, I know. And uh, there are four performances, and we'll give the dates on those and details in, in just a moment. But you've been rehearsing for a couple of weeks now. So you were going at it for quite a while for four performances. Mm-hmm. Is that typical? Um, well, I'm, yeah. I mean, uh, when I've done regional theater in the past, normally you rehearse for about 10 days. And I'm talking about big musicals, those old war horses like the South Pacifics and the Music Mans and the My Fair Ladies. Mm-hmm. and the. But you rehearse for a couple of weeks, and then you've got about two days of tech, and then you run that show for for the six days. But it's all about that process of getting there, everybody immediately becoming uh, uh, an ensemble and a family and doing this amazing storytelling and putting it on for whether it's six performances or 600 performances, it's getting to that first one that makes the difference. That connection, we've had uh, a number of people on the program who are in theater, and they really say that connection is terrifically important. Evita is playing now in in St. Louis, and we had one of the uh, stars there, and he said, we just gelled right away, and the performance has has just excelled as a result of this chemistry. Sure, because you have to. I mean, because you you have to learn all these lines, learn all this music, learn all this choreography. And um, I tell my students where I teach that if you're taking care of everybody else out there, then you're going to be taken care of when you're on stage. And because this sense of trust and and, 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 uh, just learning how to rely on people on stage in that immediate moment is a huge... um, learning curve for all of us all the time. Jan, how difficult is it to put something like this together year after year? Um, well, it's a, it is a big production. Yeah. And it takes a really great team. And uh, we're, as I said, we're celebrating 10 years, and 12 people that were on the original production team are still with it. Mm-hmm. So we have accumulated, if you will, um, the information, the experience that we need year to year. And we do great great big debriefs at the end. How do we get better? How do we make these performances more more important in terms of the lives of everyone, especially the children, since Friday Theater is is part of our whole mission overall for the charity? Um, It's wonderful to be considered a professional theater as well as being a charity. Um, And we know we have our roots in in the entertainment business anyway. Uh, back over 80 years ago, the first child was a first Friday child was left in a movie theater, uh, an abandoned child. Really? And so the people that, that moved in to support and help that child were all show business people. So yeah. uh, we go way back, and here's where we are now, and we're extremely thrilled. We'll have over 7,000 people uh, starting on the, tw- on the 18th of this month through the 21st. For the six performances, we've been doing that now for the four years. There are six performances. I thought there were only four. Uh, there are six performances, oh. and um, yes. So at the Two Hill, um, to sell out, you you know, it's, it's seven thousand people, and that's what we've been doing now for the past four years. And that's from the eighteenth through the twenty-first, right? And there are six performances. Right. Well, yes. I'm sorry that I didn't. I misspoke earlier when I said four performances. Sailor, how have you grown over the time that you've been doing this, and, and professionally and artistically? Do you think? Um, I think the way I've grown most is knowing that this thing is not going to come easy for pe- for me because I'm in a wheelchair and it's 
it's hard because there's things that there are some things that I need to learn and work harder than other people to learn. So I think the thing that I've learned the most is is um to never give up because yeah, it's just this has taught me to never give up because I haven't and now I'm here on my fifth production with Variety Theater with Terrence Mann. <laughs> so, yeah. Ter- Terry, obviously, Sayla is uh, quite impressed by you, and we-, we all should be when going over your credits. So one of our producers was particularly struck by the role of Javert in uh, Les Mis, yeah. which is a terrific role and a terrific show. Uh, let- let's talk about that for a moment in terms of recognizing when you're in something that becomes such a a tremendous hit. I mean, Les Mis is, is played all over the all over the world. It's yeah. been going for a long time. Yeah, what's it like being part of that? Do you know when you were you with it from the beginning, and did well, you know that what you had in your hands? Well, um, I, I did, and if I can just go back for a second, I did Cats with yes. the same director and producers and and and, and uh, designers before in 1982, and we because those shows have been big successes in London, and this was the beginning of the British invasion of, mm-hmm. of musicals. And because heretofore America were the, was, was the only country that could really do musicals, and now the British were showing us how they could do it. So when Cats came over, it, would, it was a huge hit. There was a $5 million advance in the box office in America. Ooh. So And I got the job there, and the first thing I thought was, wow, I'm going to be employed for at least two years. That's nice. And uh, when does that ever happen, you know? Yeah. Um, long, because long runs at that time, these mega long runs didn't exist. And all of a sudden, here we are 17 years, 20 years, 30 years later with all these other musicals. So I did that show. Then I went on to do a couple other things. And Les Mis came along. And this, it was the same um, artistic staff. And I got lucky and got hired in Les Mis. And that was, I knew that was a sort of a, a, a seminal moment in theater that changed the game because it was a, a hugely dramatic piece of theatrical musical storytelling. And uh, that, was, yeah, that wasn't lost on me or the rest of us. And, oh, by the way, I, I knew I'd be employed for a long time if I could, mm-hmm. you know, by doing it. So um, there's been a few, like Oklahoma was one of those cornerstones. I think Chorus Line became one of those cornerstones. Certainly um, Les Mis became one. Hamilton has become one where these are game changers that... Uh, change the scope and, and what we thought was very, uh, capable. I wanted to bring that up. We had uh, Stephen Sondheim on the program a couple of days ago, yeah. and he needs no further introduction anybody who's familiar with theater, needless to say. Yeah. But I asked him about Hamilton, and he refused to talk about it. He said, I absolutely refuse to talk about other people's work. Okay, fair enough. But Hamilton, it seems to me, is changing theater. It has changed theater, mm-hmm. uh, you know, given the 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 diversity of the in the, within the production, right. and you know the the style of the music, the rap, uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Well, it's one thing to have a musical that's a rap musical, and it's a one. It's another thing to do a storytelling about historical figures like 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 Hamilton, like yeah. a seventeen seventy six. Um, but it's quite another thing to have somebody like a Lin Manuel um, uh, Miranda who can. Take that that vernacular that is so, that rap idiom of music today, and put lyrics that are smart, uh, informational, funny, but also further the storytelling, and wrap it all up in a bunch of music that's 
that's uh, that's uh, uh, contemporary, mm-hmm. and then cast the whole thing with diverse cultures in the show, which just makes this incredible statement of what we are as a country. Which we and and I think that's where all of these disparate sort of parts met and created this mm-hmm. incredible understanding of who we are, what the framers of the Constitution really meant today in mm-hmm. 2018, and how it reached gen- a generation of people that are born now mm-hmm. or over the last 20 years, uh, the, the, the 20-year-olds, the millennials, I guess, and how it speaks to them. That musical speaks up to people. It, 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 it talks about the, 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 um, the indomitability of the human spirit mm-hmm. and the lofty notion of what we can be as a country. Um, and that's not lost on the folks who've gone to see it, nor its success. Well, pretty clearly, you're excited about that and about what uh, it it meant and can mean. Yeah, I am. I'm excited about good storytelling, no matter what it is. And to Sayla's point a little bit, when she was talking, you know, great storytelling doesn't have a disability. It doesn't know disability. Anybody can be a great storyteller, you know, and you, you create that out of your own sense of passion and being able to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And Jan, diversity, as as uh, Terry was talking about with regard to Hamilton, is something that you're very much involved in, just the way you assembled your cast of youngsters like Sailor. Yes, you know, it, it just, it just uh, means so much for these children to have this opportunity. And I think that's the most important thing when we think about diversity. And, and it's two things. It's access and it's opportunity. Mm-hmm. And once you provide both of those things, you know, you're going to have a better world. Um, and really, um, the whole theater program just grew out of a chorus, um, a chorus of children singing, who all of a sudden showed an aptitude for some movement, for understanding of choreography and advancing a story, how, how things are pulled together like that. And so uh, it just occurred that, you know, they might be able to do re- something really special if you gave them a professional opportunity. Mm. Uh, a lot of the things I had seen heretofore were very dumbed down. Were very um, just weren't what you would call a great advancement for the for these children. Um, sure enough, we put them in a professional experience, and there you go, right. voila, there they were, right up to tune. Um, they they just don't they do not cower away from any anything that has to do with brilliance, importance, and uh, and how they feel about theater. Yeah, Sayla, are you familiar with Hamilton? Yes, I. Love that show. <laughs> Although I haven't seen it. I've only listened to the soundtrack, but I love it. Well, you're familiar with the concept, and as Terry yes. was just talking about, yeah. the, about the diversity. Do you see in that opportunities for yourself in the future, the fact that this kind of diversity is, is making its presence felt on stage on Broadway? Yeah, I'm really happy that that, is, like, that happens because I like have several like, – Throughout my life, I have been worried that life isn't going to work out because I'm different. But then hearing that, and also with variety, variety gives me peace because I can, like, I can know that there are people out there who will, like, accept me and I'll be able to live, like, a more normal life. Jan, that's got to be uh, very inspiring to you to hear uh, a young person like Sayla saying this, and you've heard it before over the years, I'm sure. This is true, and the most important thing that we can do with these programs is is what happens after the program. Um, this young this young lady is now involved in a lot of things that she never would have been 
before. She can take the stage at any point in time. She's just been in a competition recently. Uh, she has her bearings. She has her self-confidence. And when you see this transference of skills and, and the embedded self-confidence that arises out of this, that makes it all worthwhile. That's why we're doing it. We can hear the confidence. I don't think there's any, uh, <laughs> any, any denying that. And, Terry Mann, what are you going to take back, uh, do you think, from St. Louis after this experience and this, uh, with this particular group? Um, well, I, it, it, every time I stand there on the stage while we're doing this production and I see everybody out there being this, they're all, we're all the same. We all are arriving to do the same kind of storytelling, uh, whether we're tall or short or whether we're, we're a special needs. But everybody knows exactly. I don't know. I, it's so hard to explain. Um, it's a, just a reaffirmation of faith in humanity that we need so much right now. Mm-hmm. You're here. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> well, congratulations to all of you for uh, bringing the production this far. We'll look forward to seeing it. Once again, I'll give those dates. It's going to be uh, The Little Mermaid at the Two Hill Center of Performing Arts, October 18th through the 21st. There will be six performances. I misled everybody by saying four, but six performances. We'll have information on that on our website. I want to thank you so much, uh, Terrence Mann, for being with us. Congratulations on all your success, by the way. Thank you. Jan Alvis, thank you so much for being with us. Thank and, you, John. And uh, Sayla Harris. Good luck to you. We'll be looking for you on stage and on the marquee. Thank you. Thanks. Good luck to you all. Thanks.